Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. Roll up, roll up. This is episode number 27 of the MMA Gym podcast. And as always, this podcast is sponsored by OwnBet, ohmbet.co.uk. These guys are newly launched here in the UK and they have the widest amount of MMA and UFC markets. If on Saturday night you want to be live betting along with UFC 247, make sure you sign up because they offer live odds on all of the fights as they're happening. So go check them out, ownbet.co.uk. So let's get started. What a week. We had a week off last week. I know um, maybe you're a little bit disappointed that we didn't have an episode out because it was a down week. It was one of the few, few weeks that we're going to have this year when we have no major MMA event. It was actually the last weekend before mid-April that we don't have a UFC or Bellator event to talk about. So we're going to go week by week from here on out. And this weekend, we're going to start off with UFC 247 which is going to go down in Houston, Texas on Saturday night. We've, of course, got a main event between John Jones and Dominic Reyes with the UFC Light Heavyweight Championship. And in the co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko will be defending her women's flyweight title against Caitlin Kuchagan. Man, I've got to get better at saying that. Caitlin Kuchagan, that's better. So, yeah, um, this episode, I, of course, wanted to get the perspective and the analysis of my good friend Brad Pickett, who is, of course, an own bet ambassador. So when we come back, we're going to be talking to Brad. We're going to be breaking down the main event, the co-main event, maybe a few of the other fights on the card. I've also got a few things I also want to ask Brad about, including his former teammate Colby Covington at an American top team. So here we go. Let's speak to Brad. So here we go. It's UFC 247 fight week and joining me on the line is Mr. Ownbet himself, Mr. Brad One Punch Pickett. Brad, um, it's late on a Monday evening. I appreciate you doing this as always, but um, I, I bet you're looking forward to the fights this weekend. It must be UFC 247. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking to the most of UFCs and uh, it's, to be honest, it's good just to see uh, John Jones, you know, back, back in action this year. Uh, early, early doors as well, so hopefully can keep him busy this year and uh, we'll get a few more fights out of him. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's always the best place to start with the main event. John Jones taking on Dominic Reyes. So Jones has been pretty active here. You touched upon that, Brad. He has um, been putting together quite a lot of title defenses in the last year and a half. But he's taking on Dominic Reyes here, twelve and zero, undefeated. Um, Dominic Reyes. I'm looking on ownbet.net.co.uk now. He's four point zero, so he's the second um, largest underdog on the card. I guess. I guess, Brad. The question is. Can Reyes pull the upset off and beat Jones? Well, that's the thing, is it? Like, of course, within this sport, you know, it's like it's such an unforgiving sport where it's very hard to have an unblemished record. Uh, he's unbeaten himself, so yet again, he hasn't found his equal. He's, been, he's got a lot of stoppages throughout his uh, career. Um, yeah, as in, he, he's good on his feet. The only thing I would just kind of make me question this is, is like if, if John Jones does try to get the get to the mat and all that sort of stuff, I think John Jones is a lot better on, on the mat. Um, but with John Jones as well, even on the feet, John Jones is such a 
such a wingspan and such a uh, an orthodox sort of striker, you know. So he is a very interesting fight. It's hard to bet against John Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for me, he's still unbeaten. I think he has one loss in his record. That was a DQ loss for him being someone up too badly. <laughs> <laughs> I would class that as a loss, no, but. Yeah, there's always question about when you when you've been at the top of the game for a long, long time. Like, uh, like John Jones, the, the, the desire is still there, you know. And sometimes you can take your foot off the gas. Like you saw with his fight with uh, the first fight with Gustafsson, you know, very, very close fight. And he didn't perform that well that night, so mm. it's it's not against all realms of you know, like. It wouldn't for me. It won't be like the biggest upset in MMA if Kara and Reyes won. Yeah, for sure. What, what, do you think we learned anything from Jones's last fight? Because you mentioned there the first fight with Gustafsson. He, he wasn't really at the races. He almost didn't take Gustafsson seriously enough. And it, that kind of situation seemed to almost reappear when he fought Thiago Santos last July. And, you know, some people had Santos winning that fight. It was a split decision in the end. Do you think he's taking Dominic Reyes seriously? Well, he's, he's going to have to. But also, I, I think John Jones is one of those fighters that... The other person needs to bring in the best out of John Jones. Mm. So then, I, I, I think with Santos actually suffering that knee injury, he was very standoffish, didn't do much, you know, because he obviously couldn't. He was injured, he was hurt. But, mm. that, but that's what made it into a dull fight. If, if you had someone like, uh, I don't know, like, well, when he pulled Glover to Sarah, you know, Glover, yeah, he comes forward, throws hard. So, like, he made John Jones fight, and John Jones looked fantastic against Glover Teixeira and so that, you know. Uh, so I, I, I sometimes think he needs someone to bring out the best of him, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if if Reyes is to win this fight, where where could you possibly see it happening? I'm looking at the odds on Reyes finishing the fight, so that'd be anything ranging from submission TKO. Um, it, it's a 5.25 to finish, which is even larger odds than it would be for him to win, obviously. Do, do you think he would have to finish the fight to actually win it? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, it's really weird because, you know, I see sometimes John Jones really can take his foot off the gas sometimes. Mm. Uh, but also, yet again, I, it's hard to say he's John Jones easy to finish it. For me, in my eyes, he doesn't. he's never been finished, obviously. And uh, even within his fights, it's not as if he's been dropped or anything. Or He's looked pretty... Yeah, he's been hit a few good shots. Yeah, I, 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 Kiyomi tested his chin quite a bit. Mm. A few good shots, and he seemed, he seemed to take it quite well. So, yeah, but I say this is why the sport's so so uh, exciting to bet on because there's so many different variables. You know, it's like it's it, it's not easy to you know like it's not like a anything set in stone. So you can really roll the dice in the sport and can uh, get lucky. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you you look at Reyes's record, and like he he isn't the he isn't the most charismatic. I wouldn't say he he hasn't exactly set the world alight with the microphone. So it, he has had to put a, a, put together a decent resume. He's beaten the likes of Cannoneer, OSP, Volkan Ozdemir, and Chris Weidman in his last fight. He's he's actually proved that he can beat the upper echelon of the UFC light light heavyweight division, but. Um, I guess the question is, Brad, is this just one step too far? Is just is John Jones on a different level to everyone else? Uh, like you said, I mean, you touched base on it. Uh, 
based on it as well. As in, he's he, he is the the goat at the moment, you know. Mm. Like uh, he, he is, but everyone's kind of been beat at some point. I mean, I've been the only person to, to walk away uh, on a high is uh, GSP, but mm. even he, he even he suffered a few blips within his. Um, uh, fighting career so yeah so he makes it interesting but I don't obviously I don't see Reyes winning but he obviously he can yeah what's your official pick then Brad come on how's this fight going to end John Jack's decision I think that's a safe bet, you know. Like obviously, he he has pulled off uh, quite a few decision victories of late, and and the line uh, for John Jones to win by decision is two point eight. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably where the clever money is. I, I you know, I I think there are, I think that, that like you say, there's always the opportunity for the upset MMA, but I think. I just, I think it's just one of those situations where it's maybe just a bit too soon for Dominic Reyes to beat the likes of John Jones. I think if this division was a bit, um, I guess, a bit deeper, like maybe he would have a few more fights before reaching John Jones. But I don't know. I don't think it's just too much too soon for Reyes. Yeah, I mean, like basically six out of his last seven fights have been the decision. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with um, uh, John Jones, so uh, and the only. Finish was that the the the, the, uh, the Gustafsson finish uh, the ground and in round three. Uh, but he, for me, honestly, Gustafsson didn't look like he was even there that night. You know, he, mm. I thought he really underperformed, especially after all the hype after the first fight. You kind of felt something was going to be there, but he really didn't. Uh, no, all props to John Jones, but it, it was great performance by John Jones. But also felt like Gustafsson didn't really show up that night. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, there, there is one thing you could say for Reyes, like John Jones is already talking about a move up to heavyweight. He has been talking about it for a while now, but he really this week seems to have thrown his kind of hat in the ring. He says he could easily beat Stipe Miocic. Now, just as an aside, do you think John Jones could translate up to heavyweight and have success? He has the frame, so 100%. You know, he, he, he has the frame, uh, and, and he's not the biggest uh, light heavyweight weight wise but mm. he's he, he just his wingspan and they you know, both very well he, he's going to be very um, flamboyant and that weight class and very light on his feet so I actually I do like John Jones at, at, at uh, anywhere I think it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll do very well yeah, yeah, I think it's um, I think it's one to watch uh, afterwards because I, I really don't think there is much left for him at light heavyweight. But um, so that's it. Your, your official pick is John Jones by decision in the main event of UFC two forty seven. We were just talking about Dominic Reyes being the second biggest underdog on the card, but we're going to move on to the co-main event where we have the biggest underdog of the uh, on the card. And what can I say? Actually, um, it's it. She's Caitlin Chukagan taking on Valentina Shevchenko. Shevchenko for the win is 1.07 and Chukagan is 8.6 which is um I mean I think it um it, is that fair is it fair to, in mixed martial arts like you said a minute ago Brad where pretty much anything can happen is that is that a bit of a crazy line is that or is Shevchenko really that good Uh, uh, not uh, Shevchenko, but um, uh, Caitlin, uh, her last 
loss was to Jessica I. Valentina mm. Shishenko stopped. Um, you know, so uh, it was a split decision, don't get me wrong, but uh, Shishenko beat her within two rounds. You know, so you could do that as a mess. But I just see that Shishenko is not only uh, uh, winning at the highest level, she's actually putting people away as well. And that's quite unheard of in the women's division, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And like, actually, if you look at Caitlin uh, Chukagan's last, what, I think it's one, eight fights have gone to decision. So. Yeah, for me, the only way she, she would win is by decision. She's not a finisher whatsoever. Um, I think um, that um, uh, Valentina uh, has every opportunity uh, and ability to, to, to finish this fight or, 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 and be on the feet obviously I, I believe all ground and pound uh, she does have some submissions you know she's more like a uh, bad on the floor but I, I, I do think um, just also now she's been in, she's been the champion for a little bit she's got a nice little run together I think the confidence is there for Valentin Shushenko so I can't really see her being defunct yeah, I think when you kind of boil it down, you actually look into the the resumes, and I guess both the skill sets of both women. I think the the lines there, and it is for for a reason, right? I think um, you, you look at the prop bet for Chukagan's win by decision um, is twelve. So that's um, I mean, if if you really are, if you're really going to put your money on Caitlin Chukagan getting the upset, I think it probably would be worth going down the the decision route. But um, I'm looking at the prop bet, um, Valentina Shevchenko's win inside the distance by finish, 2.5. And I think that's, um, I mean, I, I, like you say there, she's got, a, she's got a good amount of finishes on her record. She knocked out Jessica Rye with that head kick, submission over um, Kuchera. It's, um, it's probably worth a look at. So, Brad, I think I know who you're going to be picking, but is she going to get a decision? Is she going to finish it? There we go. Wow, that's um, she's going to get the job done quickly then. Interesting, interesting stuff. So there we go. There's uh, your pickets pick for the co-main event. Now, Brad, like we were talking about John Jones a minute ago, moving up to up to heavyweight. But where where do you think Shevchenko could go after this? Do you think there is any possibility she could get a rematch with your former teammate Amanda Nunes? And would it even be worth it? Yes. Yep. Um, so obviously, as a competitor, she's going to be buying at the heels to, to try and uh, get that back at them. So if you have something put two two little blips in your record, uh, you're going to want to try and avenge that. So she's going to be buying that. But I think mean, for Amanda, it's going to be a bit, a bit, a bit tricky. Uh, like she may not be as up for it. You know, she's doing really well. And like, who's going to go to one forty five? She's going to put going to put weight class above that. To do, to do her and what she's doing, you know? um, yeah, so yeah, I don't, I, I would see, I'd love to watch it, but you know, I, I don't think Amanda would be as should, I think you'd have to pay Amanda good money for her to be interested in that fight again. You only beat her twice, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you lose to fight over the third time. So Valentina's gonna camp, but would 100% campaign hard for that. But I think Amanda doesn't need to do that. She's she cemented her legacy at the moment. She's, you know, 
on a crazy roll, beating all the best people in the world, you know, different weight classes. And like I said, going back to that, she's stopping girls, you know, yeah. knocking them out. So, uh, um, yeah, so she's been impressive. So for her to want to fight Shevchenko, it'd have to be for a lot of money, money I think. There we go. There we go. I think uh, I think it could happen again. Um, I just think Nunes is just running out of opponents at the moment. That's her. That's her biggest difficulty. And if Shevchenko wins again impressively on Saturday, she at least she, that it could happen. It, like you say, she's lost twice to her already, but they've been close enough fights um, for there to be a trilogy. So, um, Brad, now, now I've mentioned these two fights. You had Chukagan as a an eight um, an eight underdog. You had um, what was it? Uh, where is uh, where's my Dominic Reyes line is a 4.0 underdog own bet this weekend are doing a 20 pound risk free bet so if you place tw- you can place 20 pounds on anything and if it doesn't come in then they basically give it back to you as a free bet so would you be tempted spell out to me again so you bet 20 pounds and if you don't win you still get your 20 pounds back as a free bet yeah so to use on another bet so it gets credited back to your account. So would you be tempted? Would you be tempted to maybe take a flyer? Um, of course. And, and if I was going to back even the two underdogs, I'd back Reyes. Would you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and would, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm quite fancy the Reyes inside the distance, right? Because I just yeah, I feel so. like, yeah, it can. He has. He's quite aggressive. On his feet, it flows hard. It's a good technique. So yeah, I mean, uh, within two, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No. So there you have it. There's um. There's uh. If you are going to be using that offer this weekend, there's uh. There there are interesting markets where you could possibly uh win big. But um. As it is as it is risk free. You can check the terms and conditions on the website for that. Um. Just one more fight on this card that caught my attention, Brad. It's Ilya Latife fighting Derek Lewis in a heavyweight fight. So this is Ilya Latifi moving up to heavyweight. Yeah. Um. I, I know uh, you've been around, like, I know I see Ilya pretty much every single event. For some reason, he just seems to always be around. He's a guy I've run into a lot. Um, how well do you think he's going to do at heavyweight? Because my initial reaction to when I heard he's going to be ta- making the move up is, Ilya, he he's quite a short guy, isn't he? He's about, he's as wide as a double-decker bus, but he's pretty short. Is he going to be able to, I guess, translate well to the heavyweight division? Yeah, I, I know for a fact he's been at All Stars a lot in Stockholm, 
And yeah. I know they've got, um, obviously, they've got Gustafsson and uh, Manawa that was training there, obviously both light heavyweights. But I know they have got a lot of amateur heavyweight fighters there. So I don't think, like you say, I think it's a really good point. If he knows that he can hang with those guys in the gym, and I know some of those guys have been even fighting at super heavyweight in the amateur ranks, then I guess, I guess um, the... I mean, there's no bigger test than taking on Derek Lewis, right? He's one of the biggest heavyweights, I think. I think he even has to cut a bit of weight to make 265. So this is a real kind of litmus test for him at heavyweight, right? Yeah, but also, I mean, Derek Lewis, Lewis he's, uh, he's a fun fight. He's coming off uh, a little bit of a skid. He lost a couple of fights in the road, and he just won a split decision in a really close fight. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's been a good time to, to fight something like that, you know, but Derek Lewis hits really hard and sometimes in these weight classes it's all about sometimes who hits who yeah if you had to if you had to make a pick for this fight and heavyweights are always ridiculous fights to have to pick but wh- where would you lean towards I don't know that's what makes it so tricky about it because you saw like Derry Lewis versus Francis Ngarni that was the, the worst fight I think I've ever seen oh, in my life god yeah so like you know you, and you, when you put that on paper you think this is going to be an absolute bar burner and they seem to be so scared of each other's power, they just didn't throw anything. So, um, I, I think if, even with, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, the Tifi, I think he might be a little bit wide of the power of Darius, but I think he's going to get inside and at least try and take him down anyway and throw bombs at him. So, I think this is going to be a good fight I mean because he's gonna I think he's gonna force Jerry Lewis to fight uh, just by getting in and trying to get takedowns you know and he's gonna that's gonna force him to fight so yeah again it could be who he is who so yeah it's it's very interesting Uh, if I was gonna go for it I'd probably say Jerry Lewis just being a bit of a heavy hitter yeah does he does he get it get it done inside the distance is he gonna knock him out yeah, I think it is as well. I think yeah. I think it is. I think it is. So there we have it. There's your final pick for the fight card. So I've actually been um, totting up your pick so far. And you're currently 2-1. and one, So you picked the Connor fight, right? You picked Connor to win inside the distance correctly. You yeah. didn't pick... You picked Junior Dos Santos to beat Curtis Blades. No, but, I was a little bit... I know. We will have to, I think we're going to have to highlight these picks because I think next week I'm going to be asking you if Nathaniel Wood's going to be beating John Dodson. So uh, I think we can um, take that with a pinch of salt. But um, you did also pick uh, Cyborg to beat Julia Budd, which was... um, You you just said Chris Cyborg to win, but I think if we go back, I said Chris Cyborg to win inside the fourth round, which was... um, There we go. So what can I say? We're we're about even. We're about even. Short road at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the issue is this week we've pretty much, we've agreed on both both the main and the co-main event. I think Jones Jones is going to win the decision. I think Valentina Shevchenko is going to win inside the distance. So we'll yeah. we'll have to wait until next week. Um, I, I just before you jump off, I wanted to pick your brains um about uh something going on in ATT right now. Not like can you? Um, I don't want you to shed light on the situation because I'm not sure you know anything about it. But how how? Is this situation and how would it work out between Masvidal and Covington? Right? How would, um, how can I, those guys train in the same gym still? I just they don't, th- train, they don't train together, and uh, 
with mainly Kobe, but when Kobe trains age, he kind of trains behind closed doors in the, in the separate room. Right. Uh, not, not in the open mat, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so he does his training schedule. You don't think it's a, it's a massive gym. Mm, uh, huge. And there's so many hours within the day. You just make sure you don't train on the, uh, in the same hours and you bring your own guys in and they're doing this like, out the back sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I, still, I find it all still fucking weird. Though, you know. But, uh, yeah, so... You were you were one of Masvidal's guys because I remember obviously Jorge speaking so highly of you when he came over to UFC London, and that was before he went back on this crazy, crazy resurrection tour as he calls it. With Masvidal, had you always suspected he could some at some point in his career get to this level? Yeah, I mean, like he's not changed. I mean, this is the thing. He Mm. has not changed in skill set. He was the one of the most skillful guys I've ever known throughout my money has so many weapons I mean like he's just like he's like a machine, Swiss army knife of, uh, of ability right mm. but what he was he just didn't, give, didn't take it seriously and then he'd, he'd go eat Taco Bell he'd go party in Miami he just didn't care and then when he went on that um, uh, he went on that uh, um, it's like a reality show or something yeah, isn't it yeah South America, he went on that, and he took, they took away your phone from him and stuff like that, and you just like secluded to yourself, and he, he just kind of had like had a little bit of epiphany, like what am I doing in my life? And then he, after that, he, he had a little year off, and he was like, hey, you know, I might take this shit seriously, and then you saw that with what happened with uh, with Darren Till, and then since then he's like, oh, you know, I'm pretty good at this. You know, I mean, he's he's always been so good at good at sport. I mean, it's so good. Mm. Sometimes you just need that little bit of self-belief at times and doing the right things around you and a little bit of lady luck always on your side. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm so happy for him to actually get, in my eyes, what he he deserves on this sport. Yeah. Do do you think he can beat Usman? Uh, Yeah, I can. (laughs) But, of course, I can see him beating Usman. Yeah. Uh, is he an easy task? Far from it. Usman is probably the stylistically the worst matchup for everyone in the world just by his, uh, how he is. But if people know Mars Vidal, mm. don't. he has really good wrestling defense. He obviously, you got to think he's, he's been a training partner with a Kobe Covington for many, many years. They've been you know, good friends and stuff. So he actually has really good wrestling defense. Not that he doesn't use it offensively that much, mm. but he's really good wrestling defense. But he's one of those ones with husband. He's like a bit like a Khabib. You've got to stop him getting a hold of you, um, uh, which makes it interesting. Uh, but Usman's hands were looking good as well, you know, against against, against Kobe, you know, but they both did decide to go for a single takedown, either of them. Uh, <laughs> I think that was just complete egos. Yeah. You know? uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I can see, I mean, you don't understand, Maslow, he's such a dangerous fighter where, like I say, he has an abundance of tricks and this and this and that you shoot in the bad shot you shoot him right onto a knee he's doing it. You know, he, he has so many ways he can win a fight which make will make him dangerous but obviously the, the, the Nigerian blanket <laughs> has been he's like he has, a, has a, such an effective style to beat anyone yeah, it's like you say there, Masvidal has all the tricks, but Osman pretty much has all the tricks to take your tricks away from you, almost. So it's um, it's an interesting fight. It's an interesting fight. Um, 
yeah i think i think it's been booked for july i think that'll be announced soon but um there, there we go we'll, we'll probably talk about that more in the coming weeks just lastly brad what what's the next week look like for you then when do you guys fly out to albuquerque when do you kind of i guess try and get nathaniel in fight week mode if, if that's any different well yeah we, 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 we fly out there on this, this thursday so we're there this thursday wow we're there for the weekend and uh uh, rest of this week and then we're up to fight, fight night you know so we're just going to take over there the, the, basically his camp's done now so it's all about just taking over do, doing some drills hitting pads you know getting your weight down uh, and that sort of stuff you know yeah, yeah, it's going to be a big fight. Uh, what's that week on Saturday? But of course, we've got UFC 247 this week. Brad, thanks for your picks today. Thanks for um, uh, giving us your time as well. Hopefully, we'll try and arrange something for next week so um, okay. we can uh, figure it out on Albuquerque time. But um, okay. thanks again, Brad. All the best. Bye. Safe trip to Albuquerque. Bye. 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 It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit.